Jokic gets his fourth straight triple dip, and Puff Daddy did what? And to who? All on a quarterback-seeking, sports talk radio peaking, throwback Thursday edition of the program. Let's go, Gordon. G O R D O N. What do you do, baby? Today. It's Thursday. Really? Feels like Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday has no feel. Monday has a feel. Friday has a feel. Correct. Sunday has a feel. I feel Tuesday and Wednesday. All right, shut up to both of you. <laughs> You're making me nervous. There we go, a little Seinfeld. Hey, yeah. this guy. Yeah, Gordon, it's good to have you, buddy. Yeah. How have you been? Looks good, boys. Yeah, we missed you around here. You been good? I've been good. Things are good? Things are really good. Okay, good. We missed you. Uh, we have a good show for you guys. 303-831-1340 hotline as well as the text line. Join the conversation with Gordon here. Uh, we miss Alex for sure, but we won't skip a beat. Uh, give me a beat. Janet Jack. Do you know what I'm thinking of? She's coming on tour. She's alive? <laughs> Janet yeah. Jackson? Who would you rather see on tour right now? J-Lo or Janet Jackson? I think the answer is J-Lo. Because I, I think, think I would be... wrong answer. Well, I think I would be happy with J-Lo and kind of sad with Miss Jackson, if you nasty. Yeah, yeah. It would kind of be sad, and it's I don't think so. Sad. I mean, it's a Jackson. She's a Jackson, right? right that didn't end in well in the long line of all the great Jacksons. That didn't end well for the one guy. Uh, there's Samuel Mark? L. Mark. There's number eighty-three. Mark. There's Phil. There's Phil. There's Andrew. There's Lamar. Tito. Jermaine. Tito's got the uh, vodka company now. Good for you, bud. I don't know if that's the same Tito, but um, okay. Is there a Latoya? There is Latoya. She was uh, in uh, the uh, the Apprentice. And what and what's the dad's name? Joe Jackson. He's dead. He did he wear shoes? He was the shoeless one, right? Different guy. Oh dang it! Different Joe. Where this one was a real son of a bitch. Yeah, Shit. I heard. The, yeah, he made all of his kids really talented stars. What actually, the other Joe Jackson might have been a real sob too. Now <laughs> <laughs> come to think of it, and you named your kid JJ, which stands for Joe Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Dang. Ooh. They call uh, spoiler alert. But this is not going to end well. Uh, shoes on, Jackson. Right around y'all. Also call him Four Eyes. I'm trying to get him. Hey, let's go take him over to Quick Specs or something like that. Let's go pop in on Leedsdale over there. Quick Specs. <laughs> let's just act like we're looking at glasses and then ask the gal for some contacts. Damn. Pop them in his eyes quick. No, well you no got thanks. the you got the you know you're notorious Stiggy. Yeah, I got that Stiggy stigmatism. Smalls. They used to call me on Biggie Stigs on the on the streets. <laughs> You're the notorious S T I G. Notorious. No. You got no. that. Speaking of notorious, did he? Is having sex. Next with- question. 
What's the question? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't think there's any coming back for Diddy on this one. Man, I think you and I should I think go he's on going that. going down pretty quick here. We should go and try and get a seat at Club Shay Shay, you and me. That'd be sweet. And just hit him with it. I love uh, it's true. Shannon's one of the hottest guys in the game right now. Oh, the best thing that happened to him was leaving the corporate market there and kind of doing you his think? own thing. Oh, yeah. How much what money do does he make doing Shay Shay? Uh, how much money does he make? Yeah. That's going to be your unit of measurement? Well, yeah, if you're going to leave the corporate game where you're making $10 million doing TV stuff. No, nah, he's but getting he's doing clicks. the Stephen A, though, now. He wasn't getting no clicks on uh, whatever that other one was. First he's having take. crazy guests is the cool thing. Well, he's letting he's people speak. Crazy guests. He just sits back. They pour whatever they want. Cat Willie. They light up whatever they want. Gotta say. <laughs> I gotta tend to say. believe. I gotta go. You know what? I gotta Quite go back what and Cat Williams was saying. I gotta go back and watch some old Cat Williams specials again. I don't know. Hey, it's Kanye tried to warn us about Meek Mill a long time ago. Yeah. Shoot. A long time I deleted ago. that email right when I got it. I just spam. Okay, so Nuggets with a very convincing victory again last night. Four straight triple doubles for Jokic. He has a stranglehold on the MVP race. I think it's Jokic just is yoked. <laughs> he's just it's just his. It's his. It's over <laughs> with. This thing's over with. Um, Shay. He don't Ale- even got to try Shea that. Gildress Alexander, right? Yeah, the Canadian. Yeah, he's a sweet player. I love that type of player. And he's a top five player in the league. And he has maybe some future stardom in him. But this is Jokic's league right now. We, like, we've done this a million times. Back in the day, Gordon, maybe like four years ago, four or five years ago, when Jokic was just kind of turning into an all-star player, going to all-star games and making a name for himself, there was like, you know, this criticism of him, like, run harder, do more, score more points, do more things. And we had a promo. It was the last promo we ever had on Mile High Sports about, it was about six or five years ago, um, where we say, oh, yeah, Jokic, this bum had another, you only know, got another, a, uh, you only had a triple, triple double. double. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, we just take for granted what this guy's doing. You it, do. The game is really slowing down for him. You isn't take it? it for granted. He cannot be stopped. He is unstoppable. When I watch him handle the rock like that, it reminds me of me on Thursday nights against those old dads because I'm so superior. Not Henry, the size? No, no. Ooh. Yeah, Henry. Are you going to go in tonight? Um, I would love to go play dad ball tonight. What's the scoop? What's the latest? Buzzing, There's no anything? scoop. No hit. No vibration in the hip yet. Nothing. Like you got. Someone's got to break the ice. How many brothers? We're talking of about the Pippin variety. I'll be a minimum of three Pippin brothers there. All great dudes. Great dudes. They're living together right now. Yeah, getting their lives together. Shoot. No, I mean what's cool about Jokic is he's almost like gliding through the game. Oh yeah, I've said that before. About it's like an amazing skater. You get they they put like two yeah. quick booms in, and then and then they're just gliding and doing stuff. And you're like, Luca, you're not even trying right now, are you? I've got some guys you go in that category where it looks like they're not working that hard, but they have been working so, so hard. hard. Uh, Luca's one of those Coach. guys. Wilson Chandler used to kind of glide around the court in the paint and kind of. You Kevin know, Durant has that glide uh, in him. Demarius Thomas is one of the great. Looks like he's not going hard. Hard guy, you know, hardest runners of all time. But he just was looking like he wasn't moving out there. But damn, he sure was. There's something to be said. And I mean, you don't, you know, it's hard to glide if it's herky jerky. 
You know what I mean? It's hard to kind of just float through these games if it's not slowing down for you because of how hard you've worked, because of, I don't know why, oh, God-given talent. Because it is. It's you played water polo. He used to play water polo, and now he's like not in water. He's no, just it's on just earth. A different, it's the way that God kind of made these guys. What a lizard. You know, you know how uh, Irv used to say bow-legged running backs never get hurt? It's just like the way these guys aerodynamically are kind of built along with kind of what the brain tells them to do. And Jokic is to like, he, no one can stop him or stay in front of him. And he may have to put a little um, Euro step, spin, move, whatever it takes. But here, there is no stopping this guy. If he wanted to go for, you know, 40 plus a night on the, you know, scoring, uh, scoring and, you know, only have five, six, seven assists, he could do that kind of stuff. He could absolutely do that kind of stuff every single night. I was watching a thing uh, with uh, Iverson and another older uh, Dwayne Wade. I don't know. But he was like, we know with the handshake and the rules now, what would you go for? What would you be averaging in a season these days? And and Iverson was like, well, you know, I don't like to talk about myself kind of like that. But I went for 33 one year and Kobe went for 35. Okay. And he said, I'd go for 40 easy now a game. Iverson said, I'd go for easy 40 a night. And I kind of probably believe that. Well, yeah. And he wouldn't pass. He would be a high well, volume. I, Those are know, high volume shooter you guys. Have, of course, a player like that, you have to have the right supporting cast around him. But when they kind of did, they went to NBA finals and beat the Lakers in game one. And then they got like a gentleman swept, swept out of the gym after that. But, you know, you got to have the Eric Snows and the Dikembe's and the uh, McKees. Yeah. But if you have an but, Eric, but a lot of times. Because that's just who he is. With Iverson five times down the court. Five possessions in a row, it would be five Iverson shots, and that's that's fine. Three went in and two didn't. Three went in and two didn't, or something. And then next time, guy is so you can try to change him. My point is doesn't work or build around that because you have a unique. This isn't even about Iverson. My point is that the Nuggets, when they come down the court in five possessions, there's a good chance they'll get five Five different different guys. Yeah, and or not. Imagine how. Or you could give it to Jamal three times in a row. If Mike's hot, dude. If Mike's hot. Heat check, Mike okay, Porter. You said you right, and then of course Jokic could do whatever he wants anytime down. He could never pass and score forty. This thing started by you ridiculously saying that you're Jokic out there, and while I want that's to preposterous. Listen, well, I love your game. Thank you. Hey, you got a nice game. Um, Who what, passes better than me out there? It's not about you and me right now. Or it's not <laughs> about you and Jokic right now. It's about what I'm trying to say is, uh, let's change it, tweak what you're saying, yeah, into how fun would it be to play with this guy. It is fun because if you're open and you do the work to get open, he will absolutely find you. Okay. So for a guy like me, Cutter. oh my God, I'm sliding around her. All I need is a second to catch it and shoot it. I am just, he's finding me and I'm going to work even harder for him because I want, I know he's going to find me. Give me those looks and I'm going to have a chance to go for 20 some a night. That's why I don't get, um, Maka, um, Junior Porter. I don't quite get the guy because he should be getting it. He could be getting this. He could be looked at as one of like the elite premier scorers in this game. And uh, instead, he kind of, you know, he takes kind of what they give him and he's kind of blended into being just one of the guys. No, he's more capable than that. And maybe he's given in for the team a little bit, which in a weird way, you know, you got to appreciate. But I also like the a lion heart, a big, you know, a, a go get it guy. And I, I want, if I Michael Porter Jr., I'd want, oh, Jamal got 30 tonight. 
I'm going to go get me 30 the next night. And I watch who he should be competing with. Michael Porter well, Jr. is with Jamal Murray. See, that's where your head is. <laughs> right on there. The great teams. They, that is something there, Gordon. The great teams don't. They're not really playing against the team on the other they're playing bench. they're playing against, against their, their own best. standards your best uh, losers always whine about giving their, their best. best winners go home and Beep. the prom queen kyle, kyle was, was the, the prom, prom queen, queen. Uh, um the win the winningest teams the best teams of all time they weren't playing against shoot. the other opponents they were playing against themselves i heard something i love mad dog said it he hit it just straight <laughs> so real quick he uh he took a gummy um he said that uh, the Nuggets have, you know, the best two the combo player in Jamal and and Jokic, um, and but the greatest teams of all time, you know, di- dynasty teams have a third all time great player, and that's just true. And we've talked about this before a bunch of times, but we've talked about it in the sense lately and through the deadline of how do we turn Michael Porter Jr. into like, uh, you know, some four or five time All Star guy who's ready to believe where he's at and come here and do that thing. And, you know, that use it to catapult you to win another championship or two. We've talked a lot about that. It's been some good discussions. But it's just the true reality of um, dynasties, teams that are dynastic, which means three. Or at least winning two and going to three or four. Then we could talk about like that as a kind of quote-unquote modern type of dynasty. Um, the Nuggets will at some point need more. And I done and everyone else is too i think michael porter jr just is the player who he is he's a nice player it's a nice he's a he's got a nice set of skills and he goes and gets you you know close to double doubles every night but i don't want 13 and sevens from him i need 20 and tens from him i don't and, want and your he life. could be getting that so you know playing football at west canaan might have been the opportunity of your, your life. life but i don't want your life. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Seven games ago, you played the Kings. They scored 135 points. Three games ago, you played the Kings. They scored 102 points. Now, last night, you held them to 96. Well, again, yeah, in those three losses, they averaged about 120-ish. The Kings. And that's with a 35-point first quarter. The Kings came out hot, and then they... Yeah. And that's what's sweet. I mean, the Nuggets do a great job of feeling teams out, making adjustments... And then finishing strong. They have been finishing strong. Are you strong? I'm strong. Well, shoot. Gordon, you strong? Well, then, hey. We strong. We strong, man. Yeah. All right. Danny Williams, Jeff Gersh, Gordon in for Alex. And you guys, join the conversation. We'll catch up text line stuff. If you want to call the show, you know, Gordon's got a lot of stuff going on. He's a busy dude, but we'll, we'll, we will make it happen for you. It's kind I of guys, the show. Yeah. That's the kind of guy that he is and that we are. So we'll be back on the other side of Smiley Sports. BTS? No, it's this dude who hates his stepdad. Watch. It's coming. You would not believe your eyes. Told you. If 10 million fireflies. Ah, uh, this is uh, the myself. <laughs> who is it, Gordon? Just tell us. Owl City. Owl City? I had the animal. Wait, wait, who? Owl City. Who? 
Owl City. Who? Gravina's Hootie. Nobody beats us. Nobody. Hootie. Hey, Hooters. Oh, you yeah. still got that Hooters gift card? Let's go. The Hooters girls don't come in one Wednesday. One Wednesday, everyone's like, what's going on with the Hooters girls? Like, bro, they don't chill. It's just a football season It's a football thing, thing guys. But it is hers day today, so hit us up. 303-831-1340. Hers day. It's for the ladies. Okay. So, Nuggets with the handsome victory last night. Uh, it looks like they're getting their act together. Um, when you have a guy like Jokic who's soft-spoken, and do you know I think, like, obviously with the media, I think with his teammates, he's absolutely just one of the other dudes. And I think that's probably what his, play, his you know, his teammates love about him because Kobe wouldn't even talk to some teammates. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Jordan would fight his teammates. Psycho. Yeah. And um, Gilbert Arenas would threaten to shoot his teammates with guns right. in the locker room. So there's lots of ways to be a star. Rock, paper, scissors. Jokic on that is one, one of those guys, but they know um, when he's serious what, you know, that kind of means. So whatever, you know, we were the first ones yesterday to like, Everyone had fun with it the rest of the day in Sports Talk Radio in Denver. But when we did a couple days ago, what was in that text message that Jokic sent his teammates? Teammate. Um, I think it was some serious kind of shizzle. And he said, let's go F and, you know, do this thing. And um, there's no time to waste now. It's, it's, you know, it's time to take care of business. And that's what they've done for four straight games against uh, two good opponents. But I like the way that Jokic handled his business against the two scrubs in uh, Washington and who Portland. Go put a beat down on these guys. Them. Never let them think they're in a game. Beating them loud. Choke them out from the tip. You know? I uh, The more I watch uh, videos on Jokic and the more I, I kind of try and find comps for this guy, I keep thinking of Joe Montana. And the reason why... I don't, do you know the John Candy story? Joe Montana's John Candy story? I do know In the that Super Bowl story. huddle. Do you want me to tell you the story? Or no, do you know just, the story? do you know the story where he calls his wife from the sideline? I know those stories, too. Yeah. He's In he, the Super Bowl. He's so me. amazing at the game, and yet, at the same time, he's having so much fun, he will not be denied it in kind of well, either Joe cool, realm. Right? Joe Cool? That's what I mean. Because I mean, Tom Brady isn't cool. He's got too much edge. Peyton Manning's a nerd. Uh, Brad Favre's kind of a, a goof, right? Real um, quick. Go through all the greats. The Aaron Rodgers is, is kind of selfish, they're, right? They're but this Joe Montana is like, he reminds me of Jokic, and Jokic reminds me of Joe Montana, and I, we know I what, love that kind We know what those Niners teams did in those Super Bowls, right? But against the Bengals, they were down um, into that last drive of the game. And I believe, you know, the kind of clock's winding. There's a couple minutes left. They're gathering in a huddle with the game on the line. They have to go down and drive and score to win the game. I think that, they're in plus territory. And that, yeah. at that moment, is when Joe Montana says, hey, look, there's John Candy over there in the crowd uh, smoking a cigarette and eating a chili dog at the same time like in the movie Airplane. Okay. Yeah, and he's like, how cool is that? Huh? Yeah, he's like, how cool is that, right? Everyone's kind of like... <laughs> and everyone just took a deep breath. And yeah, and then, you know, you realize like, the Super it's Bowl. still kind of football. we got to do our job, even though the weight of the whole entire world might feel like it's on your shoulders. So, yeah, that's a good one. Jokic is... Is there a baseball a totally- guy that's like that, that... Has that Joe uh, Cool, that Joe Montana yeah. in him? Jeter is Jeter. the ultimate. Yeah. I mean, Jeter was at his best in the biggest possible Garbage. moments. Uh, 
And um, you know, not a Jeter fan. I think. Uh, who do you think, Gordon? Not Jeter. Who else is? I'm a Red Sox fan, so I was just going to say Jeter. Uh, I'm against. Well, let me help you then. Yeah. David Ortiz was one of those guys. He always nutted up, came up big and big, and time had moments. fun doing it. Yeah, and did it with more style, and did it with than grace anybody kind of else too. And and so like that yeah, glide. It's guys. like that glide. You know what I mean? As we go back to the first segment, you know, Joe Montana has it. Jokic has it. And yeah, Big Poppy. That's a that's that might be the comp too. The other guy, I mean, you know, A Rod had to work so hard. Barry Bonds was trying his best to, I don't know what he was doing. You know, Cal Ripken. I mean, he's yeah, sure he's great, but I don't, I'm not sure he's in that realm. Um, although Cal Ripken, I would say actually, dang, if you think about it, to be able to do that over and over each and every day, it's got to be something to it. Um, man, it, it's it's like such a blessing. You don't even realize that you've got Joe Montana as the quarterback of your basketball team, or maybe you do, but like. Man, it comes and goes. So I'd say drink it up <laughs> and enjoy it while you have it. Um. Okay. So let's move on. Um. Does combine stuff matter to you guys at all? Like, do you get caught sure. up in that, Gordon? Do you think that stuff's unique and interesting? A little and, bit, yeah. With the wide receivers and the running backs, yeah. Do you uh, literally? Um. What do you like? Do you um watch the guys run in the forties and doing those cone things? Yeah. Do you the forties and the the running drills. Yeah. The best part for me. Of the combine is um, the chatter, the rumor mill stuff um, that you got like coming out, um, and also, you do get to hear from the GMs for the first time in yeah. the, in the new year. Also, I like to hear you know the Broncos have talked to JJ, the Broncos have talked to Bo Nix. You only have a certain allot- allotment of uh, guys you can interview and talk to, and you know make those kind of exclusives with at the combine. I'm sure there's a certain point where you could reach out and talk to anybody you want, but we're talking about with all the doctors there, you're asking them questions where they're poking you and prodding you, and you got, like, the Broncos couple, you know, former FBI guys who are going to go on the few guys they really like, and, you know, they're going to ask them about this or that, and I heard this, what happened to this high school girlfriend, I heard you guys had a little, you know, this, like, literally, we're going to dig deep into all of your dirty secrets. All the skeletons in the closet. Anything that J.J. McCarthy had, you know, literally, like, J.J.'s in fifth grade now, my kid. I think if, you know, J.J. McCarthy, if something happened in seventh grade where he got in a fight and a kid, you know, he knocked the kid out unconscious, they want to go back and talk about that. What happened here? Why did that happen? Who started it? You know, all that kind of stuff. So when you're talking about making a multi-million dollar investment in a guy, especially a quarterback, right? But any player, you know, if you go get a linebacker, you know that like he must have came from a single mom who didn't have much and he's built ferocious and his dad's, you know. Well, was that's a, Coach Prime, right? He said, you know, I want my quarterbacks to be brilliant and I want my... That's right. That's I exactly want my D-linemen right. to be trying to buy their mom their first house. That's, uh, that's you know, that's why Dion is so great and so unique. And, and he had why, no problem saying it. Like, it, you know, it's a little weird to hear me say it. Well, again, that's why we're so great and so unique to make those correlations and put the whole thing together. But, yeah, that's I don't think people understand that kind of part of it. And while, you know, in the end, 75 percent or 80 percent is like the what these purely guys, the measurables, the tape and what the projection is can do on the field. There's that 15, 20, 25 percent of who you are, the human makeup stuff that will, you know, dictate uh, Kobe. Uh, tell me how much no, uh, that will tell you about, you know, this guy's going to go one, two, five, second round, 
flyer in the sixth round because he, you know, got kicked out of two schools and couldn't get his act together and never had the grades and, you know, might have had a couple little domestic stuff and all that. Like, might have been, been knocking kids out, like, whatever it may be. That is part of the process. That's what's unique. That's what's interesting to me. And... um they're just stuff I wish I knew. So every, I I knew each, each and every day, Gordon, I go out in the real world and I appraise houses, right? I measure them up and get the data. I get and the like, NFL, definitely. No, this is like, this is, NFL. this is appraising kids. Literally, they bring them all to one spot. You they, got to appraise. Praise. Keep going. They get the quantities, right? You get the quantities, right? Like I'm measuring square footage, bed, bath count. How big is your lot? What year was the house built? And then what we all get to figure out, too, is a little bit more about the qualities of these kids, right? And that's... You know, they're not all good qualities. Sometimes a house backs to a traffic interstate or something like that. You know, sometimes it backs to a park. So the qualities of these kids that you get to find out is uh, is is almost as good as anything. And one of those qualities, the reason the whole combine ever started or created in the beginning was health. It was really the, the first ever combine was to get them together, get some doctors on them and just kind of check on their health. Then they got to add the quantities of speed and time and and then they added strength and reps. And then, you know, so you've got all these quantities, all these qualities. But what are you going to do with them? The, the question is, how do you value them? And this is this is thing. Honestly, Williams, I've been working on this my whole life and I can't figure it out. But if I could appraise like human beings, you know, that's what this kind of is. But human beings are so special. They're not homes. They're not baseball cards. You know what I mean? They're not jewels or cars. All these things can be appraised. But man. If I could crack the code on appraising humans, I'd be the next GM for the Colorado Rockies. Okay, let's Take set up a break. That for data. 303831 Why'd you wear your Rockies hat today? Um, it just went with my gray m- montage I had going. Yeah, you are kind of gray today. Gray on gray on gray. Fifty shades of gray, huh? Gay giddy. Fifty shades <laughs> of gay. Uh, it's too like easy. Flintstones, you know, the happy yeah, yeah. version. Um, we got a lot of stuff to get into. We want to talk about it with you guys. We're having fun. Hit us up. What are we looking for in a quarterback? What do we, you know, um, was Russell too short for your liking? Short? Short. No, that stuff doesn't really matter to me. No? No. He didn't look short up there? No. If you're being honest with yourself? Like Drew Brees, guys who are quote unquote. That's the only other guy. Doug Flutie is the only other guy. I I, I think, um. Brett Favre was, you know, six foot one, six foot kind exactly. of. Exactly. That's four little, inches taller than no, five nine. That's not true. It's four inches taller than five nine. I mean, like, what do I want? Six foot two, six foot three. What? I want John Elway. Did he look smaller? But it's not always no. going to be like that. What? Didn't, he didn't. You're telling me number three didn't look kind of uh, vertically Russ? challenged out there? Not really. I mean. You asked me what I'm looking for in a quarterback. So I'm trying to tell you that I want six two. You want a tall man with a big arm or what? I want six one at least. Let's talk about it more on the other side. side. It's Meek Mill. 
Hey, uh, Kanye tried to warn us. Yeah, 50 Cent is going to have a field day with this one. Um, Yeah, that Diddy stuff. We can't even talk about it. I was looking up how to build the best quarterback, and I and it, and then I found a meme. Oh, it's under NFL memes. Yeah, and uh, it says constructing the NFL's worst starting quarterback, worst starting quarterback. All of these names and body parts have come from quarterbacks who've played in the last twenty years. Do you want to take a shot at like arm strength if you're trying to build the worst NFL starting quarterback? Now these are all players that have. Taken, I'm going to say uh, I, each have 100 starts in their life. So these are names you know. Okay. Arm strength. This one says Philip Rivers. <laughs> Does he have kind of a flailing arm or what? What's, a, fl- kind of, what's a fly? Didn't lens? he have that kind of like dip with his elbow, kind of like a little Vinny? Everything looked kind of sidearm. Little Bernie Kozar. Everything looked like a Ryan Sandberg kind of throw. Josh Allen's accuracy. This is the worst. Worst. Josh Allen's accuracy? Yeah. He throws a lot of interceptions. Uh, he takes a lot of chances. Jameis Winston's decision making. <laughs> Eli Manning's athleticism. Okay. Sam Brad's Bradford's knees. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger's physique. Alex Smith's hand size. And finally, Joe Flacco's passion. Damn. <laughs> Who did that? Uh, it's just a meme. For the win, FTW. Nice, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that is funny. That's real. Take that for data. That's from the internet. So you can go ahead and count that as real. Um, but how do you build the best, the best quarterback? quarterback attributes? Give me. Do you know what? Let's go through that. Not a five foot nine Ask guy. Ask me who the same. Um, let's go through all the, the same, same criteria. Body the same parts. Body parts. Okay, yeah. start. Give me one. Um, the what was hand size? What do we like there? There uh, was big hands. Um, do you know what? When I think of big hands, I want think of a quarterback. Who can run with the ball and uh, aggressively, like Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, um, like a running quarterback, big hands, tuck it, don't get it stripped. Maybe. Decision, probably, maybe. Uh, decision, probably. I gave you Lamar on that when you said big hand size. Okay. Decision making. Who's a great decision maker? In the league right probably now. Probably Mahomes, but I might want to save him for some other categories. Okay. The other categories are. Passion, athleticism, knees, hold physique, on, hold on, hold on. Give me accuracy, the next, just give me the next one. Just no, I'm just throwing them out there so you I have them you, all. I feel you, I feel you. So you see all the we categories. We can go back and change one if we need to, but let's Arm strength. Al. Big arm. Cannon. Launch. Lasers. Help us, Gordon. Sharks with lasers. Can't say Jordan Love. Biggest arm. Give me some big arms, and there can't be um, Jordan Love. Did you say Kirk Cousins has the big arms? Nah. No. I would say decision making for Kirk Cousins is is up there. Uh, not on Monday nights. <laughs> uh, no, no, he makes good decisions. Yeah, he's one of those guys that like. What, he, what he, are we asking here? Arm beats, strength. Arm strength, the biggest arm. I mean, you might have been onto something there. I probably Allen. Does Dak have a big arm? Dak does have a pretty big arm. Yeah. Who's the most accurate quarterback in the league? We're building this starting quarterback. The Whose accuracy accurate. are you gonna? Oh, do you know a big arm? Uh, Herbert. Herbert, boom, yes. Um, and now we're going to accuracy. Yep, we're building this quarterback. Who is um, who's on point? Who's some of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league? Oh, do you know what the accuracy of Purdy? Brock Purdy's a good one right there. Yeah. I like that. Very uh, accurate. CJ Stroud? Not yet. 
Didn't he have like a 39 for 45 game or something sure, like that? I mean, he was keep Tua. going. I like that. Let's see if we can save him for something else. Tua, oh, Tua is pretty accurate. Tua bombs it too, doesn't he? Does he throw it kind of far? He's a bomber, but I wouldn't call him, put him in the big arm category. There's athleticism. Jared, Jared Goff was also pretty good this season. Athletic, yeah, you're right. Goff was athleticism. Good. There's athleticism, physique, passion, and then we can leave the knees part alone. I think that was a kind of a shot at Sam Bradford. Passion bucket. Um, Baker Mayfield. Love that. Uh, give me the other two. Would you take Bay- Baker right now in yeah. orange? Yeah, yeah. But that's like a guy. I feel like the guy. I've been in jail for two years. So when I get out, my homies like take me out for the first night. Rick Vaughn. I ain't going to be too picky. I'm just looking for the touch of a woman. So, you know, I could probably my prime do better. But you just said to construct one of the great quarterbacks, you would take his passion over all of them. Well, over Pat Mahomes? No, over... no. But I already used Pat Mahomes. What'd you use Pat for? Decision making? Yeah. Okay. Hand size, we went with Lamar. Uh, arm strength, we went with Herbert. Herbert athleticism. We got to go with Allen. Arm strength, we go with Herbert. Keep going. You said something. What? what? No, yeah. There's accuracy, physique, and athleticism. Physique. Physique. Like a. Yeah. I might go Allen there. They had Ben Roethlisberger's physique for Jeez. this perfect quarterback. No, not but that was the uh, imperfect. We don't want that. No, that was the imperfect. Yeah. Where he's got the. Do you know what? Stroud's got enough of a nice body Stroud's where he can get out and run. He's strong. He's not going to get hurt. He doesn't run it a lot, but when he does, he's going to make the most of it. I'm, I'm sure there's better candidates, but I'm just thinking, you know, we're trying to use different guys. Is there one last category here? Uh, did we go? We went passion, athleticism, and physique. All three of those are picked. Hand size. And you said knees? These? Yeah, knees were. Yeah, just. Some guy who's who hasn't been hurt knees. yet, I guess. Who's got great knees? Not Joe Burrow. You're just a young guy. Did Not... we use Joe Burrow for any of these? No, but we should have probably put him with mm. accuracy or decision making. So we left like Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow. We left Jordan I mean, Love if off. If we're talking about knees, then we probably want to go with someone who it didn't come off a injury that's leg based. Definitely yeah. not Burrow. What's what makes Jordan Love Jordan Love? What, what's his best trait? Uh, I would probably say his speed. He's, he's still improving on throwing a little bit. I think he throws really well, but I think his speed also helps a lot. Interesting. So we could actually change knees to legs for a good quarterback, like the ability to roll, you know, use your legs to pass. Mm-hmm. We'll put Jordan Love in there just to make Gordon happy. Let's do it. Let's add him. Let's change his name to Gordon Love, though. <laughs> <laughs> or just that's Gordon's nickname. Gordon, Gordon Love. Love. Yeah. That's pretty good. Hey, I don't know if you have a Twitter handle, but you should change it At to Gordon, Gordon Love. Love. That'd yeah. be sick. What's your Twitter right now? We only uh, <laughs> we only do this, by the way, with every producer we've ever fixed met. all their lives. Yeah. And ever since then, they it's get a lot more good. Russian porn bots. Yeah. Keep going. Let me hear what you got. What are you working with right now? Uh, Gordy underscore 219. I knew that'd be an underscore. <laughs> all right. First off, I swear to you, if Gordon Love is available... Then go grab it. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take that right. I'm gonna I, take. It that. might take not that, be there, but that. if it is, no, 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 Gordon, we're doing this right now. You, I would, you need to go yeah. online and no, we'll go to break. Set us up with a break, okay. and then you will have a few minutes to see if you can get. Gordon we're we're Love doing this. This if is how the show's gonna hey. end. Um, I'm at Gordon underscore oh four six nine. I'm sorry. Well, I can't hear you. Are you going through a tunnel? I'm at Gordon Love. Oh, boom, boom. Look follow. there. Follow. Follow back. Swipe right or left. Which is the half sex po- man? Swipe. Gordon, do you know? I think sex is to no the right. Idea. Yeah, right. Gordon's swiping right. Oh, he's swiping. Swiping right all night. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Gordon. In case your mom's listening. Uh, we appreciate you guys. And Hi, Gordon's you guys. mom. Good night, Sheila. Oh, wait. Back on. Okay. The, back on? 
The other other side. side is Molly Sports. We went back inside. Check Twitter, Gordon. We're in the process right now. All right, all right. It's X. Should we call it X or what are we doing? Uh, Do you want me to call it's X? Twitter. It's Twitter, right? Why did Why did it change the name? Gordon, how you gonna do it if you really don't wanna dance by standing on the wall? I just get your back up off the wall. Tell me, yeah. That reminds me of the time Tony Comas was just standing on the wall, and then. From across the room. Wouldn't you know it? A little flat-brimmed fella gave him a wink. <laughs> and a bit of a come a find out. A winky. <laughs> he gave him a winky and he wanted to give him a wanky. Tony Comas, man. K.I.P., man. K.I.P., Danny man. Williams, Jeff Gersh, peace. Gordon here. Final segment of the show. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction and the participation. Lots of ways to get involved. Uh, hanging out. Uh, we, yeah, it's been a good one. Got stuff in. Let me go back here and see what we're might have left on the cutting room floor. Gordon, this is when you come in with some Gordon takes and just kind of tell us some stuff that maybe Eric talked about earlier today, and then we wrap this whole thing up. You got any hot topics that maybe we glanced over that we left on the cutting room floor? I mean, we uh, we talked about uh, the grading system that the NFL sent out yesterday with uh, the Broncos, the ownerships, coaches. Sure. Get a- so what do we think about that kind of stuff? Does that matter to you? So what he's talking about is uh, all the Denver Broncos players were given like a, um, what's the word we're looking for? Um, they were doing a, they're grading stuff, given a questionnaire, a questionnaire, right? And like with a scale of, I'm not sure, one to five or one to 10 or, you know, uh, check other than write in whatever it is about uh, their accommodations, locker room. The Broncos cafeteria, the way they're handled and treated, uh, the daycare for their kids, why baby mama watching them in the sweet skybox, a million different things. And uh, the Broncos in previous years, depending on what it was, again, um, have scored fair, low on some stuff. Again, the Valley is an older complex. Well, ownership matters. Oh, for sure. So that's- And when you have this floating ownership that no one really owns anything, that matters too. Elway, amazingly well, why enough, though, though. Why though? Because no one, if you're, n- you know, you're gonna sell the team. You're not gonna go put millions of dollars into something. It's almost that amazing. Essentially, though. the next person you know will right off the bat when they take over the team. It's to to think about what John Elway was able to do, getting Peyton Manning, and and making a championship team here with really no ownership. I mean, ownership matters. And then. If you have good yeah, owners, then guess what matters, happens? Then guess what happens? Then you have good mid-level well, and high-level executives. Ownership and then only you ha- matters when you're struggling and now the good owners have and all that kind of no, stuff. No, the good owners... It always matters, but if you have Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning two different times in his career has covered up horrific and poor ownership with Jim Irsay, the... You know, the drunken fool Okay, owner. but that's the, that's the exception. Here, that's not the rule. Pat... Poland is kind of losing that's his not, marbles. No, that's not. The rule is 
the rule no, is. No, you're right, but it's again, you have to you're have giving me the exception. Jim Irsay is the exception. No, He's no, not no, the I'm rule. With you. You're right, but I'm saying it takes what I, my point and what I said was the quarterback at first, upper echelon, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback is the most important thing because he's franchise altering. Then you go into all the other things that it takes. Ownership, general manager, trenches, skill guys, whatever you skew, whatever you might think it is that um, indicates and dictates um, winning. Kobe, tell me how much. Hey, here's Here's what else, though. Like, guys like Pat Bowen, Hall of Fame guys like Pat Bowen have Hall of Fame custodians. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got it. It matters to them who's who's locking up the building at night, and they want the best of the best. So if you've got a Hall of Fame custodian running your janitorial services, then I imagine your GM is top-notch. I imagine your mid-level executives are sweet. You know, the people that book your trips or whoever it is in the offices, you know, the, the, the point is, if you're Hall of Fame owner, then you probably got Hall of Fame guys at even your lowest paying positions. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Shout out, um, Rob B. Reminded Richard Lewis, an uh, all time great comedian, legend, a Hall of Famer. His best kind of stuff, I think, was in the '80s. But I'm kind of old enough to remember how kind of unique and legendary he was. Slick, polished, always looked good in that kind of black coat. And, you know, um, man, he was uh, unique and dark and um, self-deprecating was the word that someone used for him that I really liked. Uh, and then he's Brooklyn. He's a Brooklyn dude. Like well, us. I mean, pretty much. You know what I mean? You know, ever since I stayed at the Tillery. So. And you, you, you know, you went to where the, the center. I even got a lot of Jewish friends. I mean, you saw like uh, in the tunnels and stuff. You met a bunch of people, tunnel people. Tons, tons. And you went to the boxing match for the world champion. Well, again, that's at the Barclays. Which is so in? I spent in Brooklyn. Oh, my gosh. Spent, we've spent, been known to spend a lot of time Surprise there. Surprise your mail doesn't go to Brooklyn. Like, that's like you're your home away from home. He was uh, like in a sitcom with Jamie Lee Curtis before he did all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, iconic roles. Prince John, right? Robin Hood, Men in Tights. And then he's been on Curb and, uh, Your Enthusiasm forever uh, with, let you know, him and Larry David. Thanks, kinda, Larry. <laughs> kind of. What a legend. Larry David. is rivals. But, yeah, Richard Lewis. I thought he was older. 76 years old. That's kind of old, I guess. It is? Um, you know that they. Hey, do you know that? If you're 40 then and you're 30, you think 76 is old. If you're 50 or 60 and you're, you don't want to think that 76 is that old, I think. What do you think the life expectancy rate is in for, America? Um, for males or females? For males in USA. 70. I want to see a graph, though. 78 years old. 78 years old. For females, 80 years old is what I have calculated. But I'm going to run my numbers one more time, Gordon. Boop, beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. You know what sucks when you do this, Danny? You're not very you good. You get 75 different numbers. Well, because I'm I buying you extra time. I know. I bought you I some know. extra time. That's why I most of the time just ask Siri, and about 70% of the time, she's she pretty goes, good. does Should not compute. Her? It's tough. There's like gnarly graphs and charts. Oh, man. Hey, Siri, what is the life expectancy for males in the United States? The answer I found is 79 years. You see, the answer I found is 81 years. So. Damn, I just gave you 78 and it's 79. 
What about for women? I'm what seeing 83 for the high. What about for women? 80 Siri? for the low. 81.7. But I think these are. I think these are. I don't know. I gave you 78 and it's 79. What do you think? What are you playing? What are you trying to get to? Shoot. I think once you get in the upper 80s, you can't do some things. The quality of life is not quite as good. But then I've been seeing a lot of like late 80s guys vibrate and doing pickleball and doing stuff. I don't know, man. It's hard to say. Um, if you made it to 80, I'm you'd 40 be stoked, now, right? so that'd be I'd be what? You'd be stoked if you got to 80, right? I think that's the magic number. But if I was to live to 70 in these last 30 years, would be so fulfilling and. You know, well, Dmac didn't even get his start in life, fan in life and stuff yeah. until he was like, and now 50. he's seventy some. So, yeah, you're right. I don't know. What, well, about you? what are you looking for? Because your folks, I kind of want to live to like ninety five. Really? Yeah. What are you going to be doing in the last ten years? I kind of want to like be taking like. No, you're not going to be golfing like you want to be golfing. No, no, I just want to be like, uh, yeah, pl- just living that life. What what kind of life? Oh, I mean, a, a healthy life. If I'm if I'm like laying in bed all day every day, then I guess I don't need to be living till ninety five. But I, I mean, just want to like eat bacon and smoke what a cigarette. Hudson Gardens even offer to somebody? Uh, Windsor. Uh, the, oh, <laughs> not Hudson. That's the concert. <laughs> Windsor Gardens University. The fifty five plus. <laughs> I get in state tuition. Yeah, fifty five. So if you're rolling in at fifty six or fifty seven, oh and hip. you got these like seventy year olds been there forever. Oh, bro. it's like young meat yeah well and the 55 60 year olds always want to be like on the- who are these young babes who just came in right <laughs> have you ever been to the blanche and yo the Claire restaurant and- there never okay so i went to the <laughs> can Damn. i tell you a quickie we got 30 seconds okay so i went to a restaurant there on windsor gardens my mom and dad live uh right next by i get the NFL. they're right there yeah and we go there and there's a live band with karaoke damn so live band karaoke okay. at the el jardin restaurant on windsor and gardens is that it Oh, well, I mean, it was like for Gordon. What did you think it was going to be? And Jeff Gersh. I am Danny Williams. Thanks for being with us big time. Tomorrow we'll have a big time football Friday. Let's finish the week strong because I'm strong. Are you strong? I'm strong if Gordon's strong. Gordon, are you strong? I'm strong. Are we strong, man? Uh, We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys big time. Good job, Gordon. Good night, Sheila. I'll never forget today. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Sounds so soft. Don't you agree? We love. 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 We love